One of my favorite things about being a pastor is when I see families that are dedicated and faithful in service to the Lord. That is more of a blessing to me than anything else. I've told you before, I'll, and I'm going to keep telling you that if you want a spirit-led church, a powerful church, a church that is in line with the will of God, then what we need is spirit-led families that are led by the power of God. Because all a church is, is a collection of families. Can you say amen? And so when you see mamas and daddies who realize the importance of keeping their children under the preaching and teaching of the Word of God, that's a very powerful thing. That's exciting to see that because I know that's truly how you change the world. You start where you are, where you have the most influence. You know, we can do what we can do, what little we can do through the political process, and I'm glad we're able to do that. We have the right to do that. Uh, we can let our voice be heard, but it seems to me that that doesn't change a whole lot from time to time. Most of the time, it pretty much remains the same, regardless of who's in power. But what you can do is change where you are. And that starts in your home. And that's what makes the most difference. So it's exciting to see parents who realize the importance of keeping their children and the preaching and teaching of the Word of God and being faithful to that. And I want you to know I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for those who do it because I know it's not always easy. It truly isn't. A lot of times it's a lot more easy. Well, I'm going to say a lot of times. All the time. It's a lot more easy to stay at home on a Sunday morning than to have your children under the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. When you get up, man, it seems like everything goes wrong on a Sunday morning. I've been there. When you get up and it seems like if you're ever going to have a fight with your wife or your husband or your family, it'll happen on Sunday morning. You, when you get up and, man, you've got to get kids fed and families fed and then you've got to get them dressed. Then you've got to come to church and they want to act right on the way to church. I know how all that is. I mean, I can remember times coming and, and, and driving with one hand trying to look at the road and whooping with the other hand in the back seat trying to make them act right. And a lot of times when they got there, as little ones, they wouldn't act right. You know, and I would think, man, is it even worth what I'm doing? Are they getting anything? I can promise you they are. I can promise you they're seeing you understanding the importance of being under the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. And if they see it's important to you, it will become important to them. He said, Russell, how do you know that? Because I've seen it in my own life. I remember my mom and my dad putting Jesus first in our home. I remember them, listen, being faithful to keeping us under the preaching and teaching of God's word and serving in the church. And always, I would look at my dad and I thought, man, now he wasn't perfect. I mean, none of us are perfect. You know, if you're waiting to become a perfect father or a perfect mother, perfect husband or wife, that's never going to happen. You're always going to need the grace of God daily as long as you're in this flesh. Now, we ought to perfectly purpose to do everything we can every day to make a real difference in the lives of people around us and to serve the Lord. But the truth is we're going to fail. And my dad wasn't perfect, but what I did see in his life was a hunger for the things of God, a realness about him. And I knew I wanted what he had. And I'm telling you, parents, if your kids see that in you, they're going to want it too. If they see you holding, uh, serving the Lord in high importance in your life, they're going to hold it in high importance in their life. 
And that's how we raise up our, our children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, just like the Bible says. But it's not always easy. It's a lot more, a lot, it's a lot easier to not do it than to do it, but it's not as beneficial. One of my uh, things that I'm so very thankful for is that we've got a, a school here at the church. And, um, you know, the, the Lord is really blessed in that. And, and I'm so very thankful that we've got the opportunity of sharing with these kids the gospel message of who God is and what he's done for them. Because that's, that's our foundation. And, and we make no um, apologies for that. But before we start every year, we meet with parents, and that's what we tell them. Look, if they're going to come here, our main goal and focus is to give them the truth of the Word of God. Now, we're going to teach reading and writing and arithmetic because we realize the importance of that. But number one, we're going to give them Jesus. If you've got a problem with that, this probably ain't the place for you. Amen? And so every morning, before we ever start, guess what happens? There's a, there's a, a prayer and devotion time. And that's powerful, I'm telling you. Brandy was telling me just last week, bless my heart, there's a young lady who just started coming just a few weeks ago to our school. And, and she, has, she said her, her mama was talking to Brandy and telling her that she was really liking it, really enjoying it. She said her favorite time of the day was, was her Bible study time. Let me tell you why, because the kid had never heard this truth before. Sometimes what we think or what we do, we take for granted that everybody else has been taught like we've been taught. And everybody else knows what we know. But folks, that's not the case. A lot of children that's grown up right here in this community, they've never been shown who God is through the truth of his word. They've never been taught truth. And the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So how important is it that we continually give our kids, our families, truth? I feel so sorry for this little girl. You know, she's right now, I think, uh, 12, 13 years old. And, and, and she's never heard basic teaching of the Word of God. And Brandy said she's so hungry for that. She's loving it. She's just soaking it up, asking questions daily about what this means and what that means. And there's a seed being planted there for God to do a work. See, that's what happens when you bring your children, your family to the, to the, under the, and, and keep them in church under the preaching and teaching of God's precious word. What will happen? You provide God the Holy Spirit an opportunity to speak to your kids' lives, to speak to their heart, to do the work that only he can do. That's what happens in a setting like this. Can you say amen? So how important is it? I commend you. Keep doing it. Man, keep on keeping on. It's not going to be easy. Sometimes it's going to be tough. I remember when our kids were little, man, and, you know, I, I, <laughs> um, there was one time where Anna Kate was just pitching a fit, you know, during service that I was preaching in. And, and I thought... <laughs> The, the one that's going to make all the, 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 the cause the uproar is mine, you know. And it's really hard for, to, to do that sometimes. And it's embarrassing sometimes, you know. And, and, and I actually had to, to settle her down right in the middle of service. Because, um, but, but you know what I found out? If, if we don't bring them to church and put them in this setting, how are we going to teach them how to act in this setting? And let, let me, let me, please, let me, let me, I want you to understand something. I am not 
at all worried about a child acting like a child. I'm thankful we got kids who um, act like kids. Because if you didn't have kids acting like kids, then your church is going to die. So praise God for young people. It don't bother me when kids act like kids. I'll tell you what makes my eye twitch a little bit, though. It's when adults act like kids. That gets to me. But listen, let them be kids. Teach them how to act when they're here. Bring them and put them under the preaching and teaching the Word of God and show them how important it is in your life. It makes a difference. Keep on keeping on. I'm telling you, the Scripture says, when you teach a child when he's young, and he gets old, he won't depart from it. I am a living testimony to that verse. I'm telling you, keep on, keeping on. It's worth it. Not always easy, but it's worth it. Let me give you a scripture this morning from Deuteronomy chapter number 6. and verse number 6, the Lord here is speaking to his people and he says, And these words which I commanded thee this day, shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and thou shalt be, uh, before, put them up before your eyes, between your eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the post of the house and upon thy gates. What's the Lord commanding his people to do? You make sure you give your kids the truth that I'm giving you. Folks, the same command goes for the people of faith today. Give them truth. Keep them under the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. Stay faithful to serving the Lord. It makes all the difference in the world. Not only in the life we're living now, but it makes a difference in eternity. Amen? I'm praying for you. I love you. If I can help you, that's what I want to do. Anytime I can. Let's pray together. I do want to remind you this morning uh, to pray for Brother Roy and, and Abby. Uh, their family has come down with, uh, with sickness. So they're not, they weren't able to be here this morning. He called me just a little while ago. So please pray for them when you pray. Also remember, um, today is the day to bring your um, uh, socks and underwear that we're bringing for the, uh, the uh, safe place, the um ministry for um, domestic abuse survivors here in Marion County. So if you didn't bring that this morning, hey, bring them this evening. But this week is for socks and underwear. Next week will be for uh, soaps, shampoos, body wash, all that type stuff. Bring that next week with you for your Sunday School Mission Project, okay? Um, if there's nothing else, Let's pray today. Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord, for this good day. We thank you, Father, for all your many blessings. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you know, you've given us the truth of your word. And Lord, help us to stand strong and be faithful in passing your word along to those that, are, uh, that, that you've blessed us with, to our children. Help us, Lord, to remember.
that you can do the work that you have promised to do. And Lord, I want to ask you this morning that you would continually have your way and your will in our church. Father, would you do your work, please? If you don't do the work, it can never be done effectively. So God, we're asking today that you would have your way and will. Holy Spirit, you do your work by your power. Start in Sunday school, Lord, in the worship service, in every prayer that's prayed, every message that's preached, every lesson that's taught, every song that's sang. May you be honored and glorified and lifted up. Lord, we need you today. We can do nothing without you today. And we're asking, Heavenly Father, that again, you'd speak to hearts, change lives, and do your work. Lord, we do ask for those who are, are sick this morning, for Roy and Abby and their family. Lord, bless them this morning and bring healing to them, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.